Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. I'm believing today, hey Sister Michelle, that God is going to blow this thing up in such a way that there will be other people who will host. And we're going to be able to take it absolutely everywhere, all over the city, state, nation, and world. That is my determination. So I'm just telling you, I'm putting it out in the atmosphere. Thank you, Chala. Thank you for being in agreement with me. So welcome to Coffee and Conversations. We are YouTube Live, Facebook Live, and Instagram Live. Hope you got your coffee. Hope you got your notepad, your pen, your pencil. This morning, we're talking about I titled this, You Aren't Mature Enough, and I am, I promise you, 99% of the day, super positive. I don't like dropping titles, but I want to show you this, show you something this morning, especially for you, those of you who feel like God isn't moving, or for those of you who feel like you're repeating cycles, you're repeating cycles. I want to help you break some cycles this morning because I'm going to tell you something. A lot of our character, nature, and things we operate in, we think or tr- we we think that there are truths, but a lot of the way that you respond and how you act really has a lot to do with culture, your environment, um, how you deal with pain. Man, it's so much tied into your um your behavior a lot of times you don't even realize that your behavior is your behavior you just think it's normal right you've normalized it for so long and it's not even normal um as a matter of fact it's um it's real covert it's destructive my background is actually sociology um, I think I should have been a behavioralist. I think I should have been a behavioralist because I study character and behavior all the time. I'm watching and studying people and people don't even realize that I'm watching and studying their character and their behavior. So I watch and study character and behavior all the time, how people respond to things, how people act, um, when people say they are a certain way, if their behavior lines up with what's coming out of our mouth. Because here's the thing, whatever's coming out your mouth is what's in your heart. Whatever's in your heart is what you really actually believe. When your words and your actions do not line up, it's because you don't believe that. So perhaps whatever it is you've been believing God for, or perhaps whatever's going on around you right now has to do with your maturity and response to the situation. That's not just your maturity and response to the people around you. That's also your maturity and response to God when God says no, or when God says wait, or when God has pressure on you so that you can be developed a little bit more. And so we still in this scripture in James and I'm going to read it and it's coming out the the New Living Translation version. Um let me pray. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for grace. <laughs> we thank you for brand new mercies. We thank you for more grace. We thank you for more brand new mercies. We thank you Father of God for revelation, for your word, for you teaching us, for you instructing us, for you keeping us for your overwhelming power, for your overwhelming presence in our lives. We thank you, Father God, that we have ears to hear, that our heart is a flesh, Lord God, that the eyes of our heart are open to receive a word 
to receive a word that's going to propel us into your our due season that's going to counteract and mold us into the character of Christ. We thank you for your love and your peace this morning, your joy, your understanding, for you waking us up this morning, giving us the activities of our limbs. Lord, we just thank you for all that you are and all that you called us to do. Now let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, be acceptable in your sight. You are my strength. You are my redeemer. Father, I ask today, I plead the blood of Jesus over this broadcast, over every individual and person watching. Let this word not fall on deaf ears. Let it be multiplied. Let it be seed sown, richly planted, multiplied for your kingdom alone. Now, Holy Ghost, go do what only you can do in Jesus' name. Let me tell you something. When you come to the word, you should come in expecting the word to move, to change, to benefit you. Expecting the word to move, to change, and to benefit you. Do me a favor. If you haven't, you just came here, go share the video live. Put it in someone's inbox. Put it on their timeline. Say, get in here. You need this word for this morning. So we're going to talk about your maturity and your completeness a little bit more this morning. And I want to help you with something so that in, in, in dealing with and dealing with life and in growing and in growing more in maturity, you understand what's going on around you. And I'm going to be realistic. A lot of times how people respond to you is based on whatever the air and energy you're giving off. And if we aren't responsible for our behavior and we don't really understand who we are and what we are and how we're responding and how we're treating people, we'll think people are against us. But it's not that people are necessarily against you. It's people are responding to you based on the energy, uh, what you convey, how you are, how you act, and how you treat people. Uh, I expect to get treated good because I treat people good. And even when people treat me bad, I typically treat people good. I wasn't all the, always this way. I used to respond very immaturely. I used to respond very immaturely to people. I always really thought I had a clap back. Now my only clap back is for the enemy. I'm always clapping back at him. If he says something or is doing something, he doesn't have any business. That's where I expend my energy or my clap back. That's the only time I'm putting energy into a clap back is when I'm clapping back at the enemy. I don't have time to respond to people because I know that people who handle me improperly, people who handle me improperly properly are lacking maturity in a particular area. The only time we have are haphazardly with people is because we lack maturity in a particularly particular area. And that's not just maturity towards people, but that also becomes a maturity towards God. So the very first thing I want to tell you is how you respond determines your level of maturity. How you respond determines your level of maturity. So a situation arose in our house this week and it was with one of my kids. Everybody knows how protective I am about the people that I love. And so the situation came up. And I let him tell me the story and I let him tell me the story again. And then I wanted him to tell me the story again, because I'm going to tell you something with little kids. If you're trying to get the truth out of little kids, keep asking them the story. The things that stay consistent are probably the things that are really true in the story. You can do that on adults also. And usually if an adult is a little bit off 
or they're not telling you the truth. If you keep asking them the story, the truth is going to come out if you keep asking them the same questions over and over again. Most of the time, we'll forget a lie unless we're narcissistic. So I asked him, I said, I kept asking him again and again about what happened so I could get the meat of the story. And what happened was he really felt violated by something an adult did. He felt violated by something an adult it did. And in this violation, he didn't, he he didn't, he went to another adult to protect him. So he's coming home, he's telling me this story, he's telling me that, that this adult got in his face. Um, he's telling me that this adult aggressively put their hands on him, and I'm looking and I'm listening. Now, my old nature would have been to I'm flying off the handle. I'm calling, I'm going up there, I'm about to handle this. But where I am in Christ, remembering that I represent Christ in everything I do, I slow down. I called a couple people to get their wisdom about the situation, even though some of them wanted to respond in my old nature. And I paused. How you respond to conflict, to issues, to people around you determines your level of maturity. James 1 and 9 says, my dear brothers, take note of this. Be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Quick, quick, quick to listen, slow to speak. And our maturity, whether or not we eating on this word, whether we we're believing this word, whether we're trusting the situation. So instead of responding out, I waited, I prayed, I asked the Holy Spirit, give me the words for this situation. I shot his teacher an email and I said, hey, look, I need you to do me a favor. I need to have a meeting with you because I need clarity on something. Um, I'm concerned about a circumstance in a situation that happened and I just need some clarity here so that I can determine what I need to do next. Our impatience, our immaturity gets in the way of clarity all the time. Arguments, fights, things break out, misunderstandings occur all the time because we don't move slow enough. We assume, and can I tell you something? If you're already a person that's operating or dealing with insecurities, if you rash or rush um, are very rash in your decisions. I'm just going to be honest. If you're if you're hasty, if you're a hasty person and you're already fighting insecurity, then what what you do in your hastiness, insecurity turns into anxiety, and you'll start overthinking a situation, and that may not be a um, a situation. So if you're already somebody that's battling insecurity, you have to really learn to move a whole lot slower. Thank you for that, Holy Spirit. You have to learn how to move a whole lot slower so that you can get clarity and your anxiety doesn't take over and make you think worse about a situation when it's really not that. Because your anxiety will make you project thoughts into a situation. I know I'm speaking to somebody because this wasn't what my notes said. Your anxiety will make you think worse about a situation. You'll walk into a room and think that people are talking about you and they really are talking about you, but it's how cute your shoes are. But because you've already been battling insecurity and other issues, when you walk in the room, other thoughts come up and it's because you're anxious in your thinking. You're not slow. You're not calm. And you're just not mature enough in that area. The word grows us up. 
The word grows us up. The word puts us in a mature place. That's why you have to eat on the word daily. When people tell me they don't study daily, they're not putting something in their ear daily. I'm not talking about one little scripture. If they're not eating on the word, rightly dividing, breaking the word down, and you think you don't need that, that's a sign that you're immature already. That's a sign that you're immature already. That's a sign that you don't understand that your dependency on who God is. And you got to be in this word. If you're struggling with a particular issue, you've got to be in this word daily. And I'm going to tell, I'm going to, I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to show it to you that a little bit later, like you got to chew on this word daily so that you can grow and be built up and become mature and become mature. Oh, Candace, I was like that. I, I was like that. I had some, ins I was letting insecurity lead my decisions, insecurity guard and govern my day. A lot of people won't admit they're insecure, but I told y'all, I've told y'all, I think I should have studied behavioralism. I watch people operate in insecurity and things. I can tell by the pictures people post, the comments people make, the type of posts that people make. Like if I, I see a person who never really posts all the time, start posting certain things. I know they're looking for validation. Like it's interesting. Second, so that's the first, how you respond determines your maturity. Two, your carelessness. And I'm going to say this carefully. Your carelessness with others determines your maturity. Your carelessness with others determines your maturity. If you are careless with how you handle the people around you, there are some immature places in you. And it's probably why your relationships end up in some of the same places again and again. It's, it's, it's probably because there's some things going on. Your carelessness with others determine your maturity. Ephesians 4.32 says, be kind to one another, be kind-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgives you. As God in Christ forgives you, I am so patient with people. And I'm going to tell you why. I had to grow to this. I wasn't this patient. I am so patient and loving with people because I know how patient and loving God was with me. I know how dysfunctional I was, right? I know how I was with treating people. And so in this, my love and my kind and my tenderheartedness for people is different. And I've realized that the reason that people respond the way that they respond is because of lack of maturity. Ephesians 4 and 29 says, let no corrupt communication come out your mouth. Anytime I see someone that has to talk about people all the time or constantly judgmental and criticizing of people, I know that that's a lack of maturity on their part. Defensive people, that's a lack of maturity. When you feel like you always got to defend yourself, you always got something to say, you always got to, that's a lack of maturity on your part. Mature people don't have to have much to say. Why? Because they understand that at the end of the day, that at the end of the day, at the end of the day, that the Lord is going to deal with this. I had a situation come up with somebody this week and the enemy was pressing in and they had wrote all these different things. They had all this stuff that they wanted to say and they called me, but I was so grateful that the Holy Spirit rose up in them. They called me and said, I really need to talk to you. I need to talk through this situation before I make the next decision. And I said, okay, let's process it out. So we processed the situation out. While we were processing the situation out, they realized that they didn't even have to say absolutely anything. 
They didn't have to say anything. Once they finished, they were like, oh my God, I really don't have to say anything. My record has spoken for itself. When your record has spoken for itself, you don't have to assert yourself. I don't have to say anything. When my character and my integrity is intact, we just did a whole study on Ruth. She never really said a lot. She just kept working. She just kept doing. She just kept being Ruth. That's why my hashtag is I'm just being LMJ. You getting the most authentic me. Why? Because I've done the work on myself. Why? Because I'm seated in a position. Luke 6 and 31 and says, and as you wish that others would do you, so do them. As you wish that others would do them, so do them. So here's the thing. I want to pause right there for a second. As you wish that others would do them, so you would do them. So let's pause for a second. Perhaps part of the problem in how we treat others is because we really don't know how to treat ourselves. Part of the problem with how we treat others is because we really don't know how to treat ourselves. We really don't know how to love correctly. A lot of people you think, a lot of the love that you've received, a lot of the attention that you've received, a lot of the stuff that you've experienced hasn't been real love. Has not been real love, has not been real love, has not been real friendship. And because we haven't experienced those things, perhaps what we're seeing in other individuals and in ourselves is because we haven't mastered or we're not mature enough in that area yet. There's a maturity. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. She called me about something. She was upset. I said, grow up. And we have permission to talk to each other like that. So you just need to grow up in that area. She said, do I? I said, yeah. You're handling that like a little kid. You need to grow up in the area. What does the word say about this particular situation? How are we supposed to handle people in this particular situation? How are we supposed to be handling people in this situation? The scripture had told us, let patience do a good work in you so that you can become more and complete. And if you need wisdom, the fifth verse says, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver for a double-minded man is an unstable in all his ways. Your instability will come if you're not stable and focused in what the word says. See, the word, the word sharpens us. That's why a lot of times we won't stay seated in it. Because we're not allowing the word to sharpen us. We're not letting, allowing the word to clean us up. We want the joyous parts of the word. We want the quick scripture. Oh, I feel good. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The, the pastor told me I'm coming out. Well, you can't come out. You can come out. But if you're not mature to handle what's next, you're coming out is going to be in vain. Some of the reason that you're past, you're, you're, you're having to repeat these same things over and over again. It's because you're not passing the test. So the reason you're not, you're having to repeat these things over and over again is because you're not passing the test. So it's coming back to you again and you can't level up because you haven't mastered. Maturity is, has to do with mastering. Your maturity has to do with mastering. And so you're not mastering a situation, right? You're not at situation. You don't know where it's true through the word. You're not positioning yourself. You're not even staying consistent in the word long enough because you get hyped up on one thing and then that's it. You're not coming back to the word. You're not letting the word. When I see myself 
fell in a particular place, then I know this is an area. Oh, this is an area. This is where I got to put more word on this. When I'm weak with something, this is an area. This is time for God to step in. I need to put more word on this. I'm, I need to put more word on this. I got to have more word in this area. I'm weak in this area. I got to get more word on this area. I got to call the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit. I need you to, I need you to get involved in this area. <laughs> I need you to get involved, Lord. I'm telling you I'm weak in this area. He's already told us if you'll admit to your weakness, this is when he comes in and becomes strong. So this is my third point to you. Because it's not even that the patience that you need for other people. It's also the patience you need for yourself. A lot of times we've taken on too much responsibility, thinking that this thing is just on us. It's not just on you. This scripture blessed me in such a way that it released the responsibility for me, which allowed me not to be foolish in my journey, not to be foolish in my mistakes, but which allowed me growth. Because if you cannot grow in your mistakes, right? You cannot grow in your mistakes. You're not going to become mature and complete. It says, whenever I pray, I make my request. This is Philippians 1. And we're going to get to the sixth verse. For you have been my partners in spreading the good news about Christ from the time you first heard it until now. And I am certain that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. It is God that's going to complete this work in you. That's why you need the word in you so that you can become complete. It's God that's going to complete this work in you. It's God that's going to complete this work in you. That's why you can't back down on the word. That's why you got to eat the word daily. That's why you got to get the word. It's God that is going to complete this work in you. You don't complete the work in you. God completes the work in you. And anytime you try to complete the work in you, you're going to be immature in some places and you're going to lack because you're going to have a wisdom that doesn't come from God. The world has taught us so much about ourselves. Some of you are not walking into your fullness and completeness because you believed what the world has said about you. You associate with all these worldly things that don't even line up with what God has said about you. God positioned you. He formed you. He created you. He gave you these gifts, these talents. He has a vision for you. But if you don't slow down and get his vision for you, if you don't understand how he completes you, how he designs you, understand your character, your nature. I want to share this with you. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and she's really an introvert. And she's tried to force herself to be an extrovert. And it comes off super weird. She comes off really, really weird. You, you, She comes up weird. And I told her that the other day. I said, you're coming off weird because you're trying to force yourself to be something you're not. It's okay for you to be around us and be quiet. Real friends accept your quietness. Real people who love you accept you exactly where you're at. The reason they accept you exactly where you're at, because they love you. Real love is patient. First Corinthians 13, 4, 8, real love is patient. It's not only patient with people, but it's also patient with God. Real love is patient. Real love allows a person to work a situation out. And that doesn't mean you necessarily don't have to step back from someone, especially if it's toxic for them to work it out. But real love, real love, if you love me, if you love me, you're going to be real patient with me. You're going to think the best of me. 
You're going to pray for me. You're going to get in position for me. You're not going to talk about me. You're not going to put your mouth on me. Mouth on me. You're not going to assume. But, the, but you will do that if you're lacking in your own maturity. If you're lacking in your own maturity, you will do that. You will handle things in such a way, right? You'll handle things in such a way. So perhaps you haven't had what you had or experienced what you need to experience because you're not mature enough yet. Some of y'all been waiting on promotion. Your promotion hasn't come because you're not mature enough to be over people yet. You're not mature enough to be over people. You don't know how to treat people. How are you going to be over people and treat people? How are you going to represent a kingdom or represent a God? And you don't know how to treat people. Some of your current situations haven't changed yet. Haven't changed yet. Because you don't because you don't know you're not mature enough in that area. Your finances haven't grown because you haven't slowed down to handle your finances. You won't even tithe, but you believe in God for something greater. <laughs> you won't even sow when he tells you to sow, but you believe. See, God will test us along the way. God will test us along the way. He'll test us. He'll ask you to do some things in some very uncomfortable places. And he'll wait to see what your response is so that he can see if you're mature enough to walk in what he wants you to walk in next. But you won't be mature enough to walk in what you want, where he wants you to walk in next. He's waiting to see how you respond to people. He's waiting to see how you treat people. He's waiting to see in certain circumstances if you're going to talk about people. He's waiting to see your faithfulness to him. He's waiting to see if I put this in your hand, are you going to bolt? Are you going to stop pressing into me? Are you going to stop coming to me like you need to? He's waiting. He, he will not accelerate and position you. For those of my singles, I told you my heart this week has been for us, those of us single. I'm praying for you because I know it's time for some of y'all to get married, right? I know it is. I know it's going to be some supernatural marriages occur. I don't know why, but I know what my spirit is telling me. It's going to be some acceleration. Don't think it's strange. It's the Holy Ghost. But the Lord is needing to prepare you to get you ready or you're going to haphazardly, I'm telling you, you're going to be very immature in dealing with your spouse. That's male or female. If you ain't never been married before, and even if you have been married before, God needs to put a new wisdom in you. God needs to put a new wisdom in you to be able to walk into this next situation. He's not going to be able to give you, you're not going to be able to handle what comes next. You're not going to handle multi-millions if you can't handle 28,000. You can't handle 200 customers in excellence and in spirit, his spirit and represent kingdom. He's not. So perhaps what has happened, what hasn't happened yet is because you're lacking maturity in a specific place. But do you know the thing that I love God? Go ask. <laughs> Go ask the Lord, what's going on in this season? It says here, it said in James, if you'll ask him for wisdom, he's not going to rebuke you. People haven't taught us how to properly talk to God. If you ask him for wisdom, he's not going to rebuke you. He's going to give you the wisdom he needs. Why? Because the goal, go back to the scripture, is for you to be mature and complete. He wants you to be mature and complete. He was showing me myself in this this morning. Here are the areas you got to be a little more patient and loving the people you're connected to. Showing me how, showing me how to be patient. I, I, like one of my friends told me the other day, she said, there's a peace to you I have never experienced before. I said, it's because I'm chilling. <laughs> That's because I know it's one day at a time. That's because I know things are subject to change. That's because I know I'm only supposed to be focused on this day. And when my mind starts getting anxious, I'm going to the word. I'm filling myself with the word. I'm finding songs that's encouraging me. I'm feeding me. I'm going to push my anxiety out. 
I told anxiety, you ain't got no place in me. I'm going to push my anxiety out. I'm changing my words. I'm creating my atmosphere. So perhaps you don't have, you haven't excelled, accelerated, achieved and have. The business isn't moving or growing. Maybe you're, you're lacking. Maturity, immaturity means you're lacking in some area. Perhaps you're lacking. And one of the things that we do all the time is we self-evaluate instead of letting the Holy Spirit evaluate. So that's it for today. We'll be back here tomorrow. That's it. I need to give you your confession. And here's the confession for today. I told you all my focus this week was for singles, but this confession is for more than singles. My confession for you today is that you learn how to walk in forgiveness, that not only you forgive others, but you forgive yourself. If you're going to be healthy, if you're going to move into a marriage, a relationship, a situation, you're going to have to learn to forgive everybody connected to your past. I, I want you through talking about your boyfriends. I want you through talking about your ex-girlfriends, your ex-wife. I want you done today. In order for you to be done today so that you can receive new, because if not, what's going to happen is you're going to judge this next person based on everybody jacked up you were connected to or based on how jacked up you were in that space. So today I'm going to put this confession out about forgiveness. So we're getting ready to confess forgiveness. This is Father, in the name of Jesus, I make a fresh commitment to you to live in peace and harmony. And not only with the other brothers and sisters of the body of Christ, but also with my friends, associates, neighbors, and family. I let go of all bitterness, resentment, envy, strife, form. No place to the devil in Jesus' name. Now, Father, I ask your forgiveness. By faith, I receive it, having assurance that I'm cleansed from all righteousness through Jesus Christ. I ask you to forgive and release all who have wronged and hurt me. I forgive and release them. Deal with them in your mercy and your loving kindness. From this moment on, I purpose to walk in love, to seek peace, to live in agreement, and to conduct myself toward others in a manner that is pleasing to you. <laughs> I'm just telling you that it's, I know that I have right standing with you and your ears are all attentive to my prayers. It is written in your word that the love of God has been poured forth in my heart by the Holy Ghost who is given to me. I believe that love flows forth into the lives of everyone I know that I may be filled with and abound in the fruits of righteousness, which bring glory and honor unto you, Lord, in Jesus name. So be it. Amen. Can't walk in forgiveness. You ain't mature. <laughs> God, you can't. If you haven't learned to walk in forgiveness, that's a maturity issue. That's when you're not mature in the things of Christ. I ain't talking about the things of this world. We're going on the worldly standard. We're going on the things of Christ. You're not mature enough yet. And I was getting giddy in my spirit and I started laughing because the whole, I'm telling you, it's getting ready to be some supernatural. The last time I prophesied to someone about getting married, within nine months, they were married. And I had told them specific things. I told them the person that was around them. Like, I'm just telling you, last time I prophesied to someone about getting married, it's going to be some supernatural releases for those of you that have been steadfast and full of faith. God is getting ready to do something so awesome for you. So don't let your eyes deceive you. 
Don't waver. Don't waver. That's not just for marriage. That's for finances. That's for homes that we've been believing for. There's getting ready to be a supernatural release coming in the atmosphere. I feel it. My spirit feels it. It's lining up with the word. It's lining up with other teachings that I'm seeing. God is getting ready to hurdle over, oh, hurdle some of you over into your next destiny. So stay steadfast, stay in your truth. It's going to be like Ruth, honor your vows. You realize that Ruth and Boaz were, were married within like a 24, 48 hour period. After, he after she presented herself, some stuff shifted for them very quickly. Some stuff shifted for your agreements, your ability to stay steadfast. There's some stuff that's about to shift for you. Stay steadfast. Don't be moved by what you see. Don't be moved by what you see. I'm telling you, my spirit won't let that go. It's going to be some supernatural. For those of you that have been steadfast and dedicated, there's going to be some super, there's a supernatural release coming into the atmosphere. And I, I'm like, I'm glad some of y'all receive it. I receive it. I stand in faith by my word. I'm asking the Lord to confirm it in the word for you. I'm asking him to confirm it in the word for you. I can't release a prophetic word and then not be confirmed in the word for you. I'm asking, and when it happens for you, come back and give us your testimony. Show us the supernatural. I declare that your eyes be open, that the spirit of the Lord is upon you, and that you that you that it's just released, that there's a supernatural flow in your life. I'm declaring that over you today. There's a supernatural release and flow in your life that nothing will be held up, that the angels are moving, that the doors are open, that the floodgates are open, and that everything is moving swiftly and quickly because it is your appointed time and season. Now let's get out of here. I love y'all so much. You know what I'm about to tell you? Go be loved today. Go be loved today. Go forgive, go release. Walk in the fullness of what God called you to do. Ask God to show you where am I mature and incomplete and we'll see you back. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.